In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Over Over the course of the past decade, U.S. currency has had a facelift of sorts. Even with new security bars and water stains, things haven't changed that dramatically. For example, the dollar bill is still green and still bears the image of George Washington. Now, there are several inscriptions on the dollar bill, but the most important one is probably the one that we don't pay attention to, but it says something like, legal tender for all debts, public and private. With the image of the president and this inscription, everyone and anyone knows that the dollar bill is limited within the United States. Try to spend it outside the U.S. borders, and you'll have some problems or you'll have to exchange it. Things haven't changed that much from Jesus' time with regards to currency. Jesus, in today's gospel reading, is working under a similar presumption with the Roman denarius. The denarius bared the likeness, or more literally translated, the image of Caesar. With an inscription something like, Tiberius Caesar, August, son of the divine Augustus, high priest. Now, the Roman currency was already a touchy subject with the Pharisees since images were prohibited by the first commandment. But with such an inscription as this one, it was downright blasphemous. Jesus saw the bigger picture, though. And seeing the bigger picture knew that even though Caesar made claims to being something that was more than he was, didn't change the reality that Roman currency was only good where Caesar ruled. There was a limit to the denarius within the Roman economy, and Jesus was concerned with with money that could be used anywhere in a limitless economy. Now, this past summer... I spent a month up at a Lutheran camp called Camp Arcadia in northwestern Lower Michigan. My family and I visited Benzonia, a town close to the camp, and we came across something, something that I'd never seen. But many of the stores in Benzonia accepted a local currency called Bay Bucks. It's a paper money that is spent in a variety of small businesses only within that region. Now, the images on the Bay Bucks are actually regional. Local plant, local animal. And the inscription simply says, trustworthy tools for exchange. Now, it might sound funny... But, Baybucks had a power. The power was actually in the fact that there was limited recognition. Within the region of northwestern lower Michigan, Baybucks actually was better than dollars. Because they kept money in the local economy. But if you left 
the region with bay bucks, it was good as scrap paper. Trust me, I tried at Starbucks and they didn't take it. <laughs> so the U.S. works with dollar bills. Rome works with gold or silver denarius. Parts of northwestern lower Michigan works with bay bucks. But what does God work with inside his economy? So that one can actually render to God the things of God. Well, so far we mentioned image, inscription, and economy. So let's stick with that. From Colossians 1.15, it says that Jesus is the image of the invisible God. So we have an image. What would the inscription be? The inscription would be the title spoken from the Father to Jesus at his baptism, and also the title exclaimed from the centurion at his crucifixion, Son of God. This currency, though, isn't paper, gold, or silver, but it's actually the flesh and blood of Jesus Christ. And the one location where this currency could be spent was on the cross. Jesus was the one who actually rendered to God the things of God. Jesus spent his body and blood on a debt we could actually never pay. And once Jesus spends himself within the salvation economy, he now breaks open the economy of God to all lands, times, and to all people. You see, Jesus in today's Gospel reading, knew that the economy of God was much greater than the economy of Caesar, and that a gold or silver denarius did no good in the economy of God. Because the economy of God works according to Jesus, which means it works according to grace, gift, mercy, justice, and love. And this is the economy in which the church is now working out in the world. And what goes for Jesus also goes for the body of Christ, the church. See, now God imprints or imprinted the image of Jesus Christ on the hearts of the baptized. And with the image of the church being the image of Christ, that means his inscription is ours too. We are children of God. Bearing the image of Christ and the inscription, children of God, the church now works in a limitless economy, the economy of God. So like Jesus, the church now spends its own flesh and blood on it, their neighbor on our neighbors in all times, in all places, and to all people. So Jesus is the one who renders the things of God to God for us. And now working in the economy of God, he shared his death and resurrection with us. And receiving his death and resurrection in baptism, things have changed. There is now no limit 
to whom we spend our life on. No limits. Living without limits is how the economy of God works. Which means for the church, we are now living sacrifices. Rendering good works to God. So that all may marvel and give glory to God. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen.